0: welcome to the digital investors podcast with matt and liz rad where we explore how you can invest in the new digital economy with expert interviews proven strategies and stories of success get inspired to grow your portfolio for the future G'day everyone welcome to today's webinar and today we're very lucky to have in person Joe Burrell who's a past student of ours but now is the world's leading website broker on the Flipper platform. What for two years running isn't it bloke Um, Joe? Yes it is. Two years in a row now. unofficially and for some of you you might not know joe so we're going to quickly touch on his story but we do regular interviews with joe because he's been with us since what were you saying 2012 yep 10 years this year you started with us when you were when you what left uni starting out as a clerk who were you working for there uh queensland transport uh, government
1: okay collect job you were pretty keen to quit that job then. uh yeah it actually set me up quite well but um yeah they made it nice and easy for me to transition into this full-time entrepreneur
0: role buying and selling websites and so we'll, we'll have a look at that and of course now you're one of the world's leading website brokers so what we're really excited about is just so you all realize joe does a laptop lifestyle thing he doesn't live in australia anymore he lives in sweden with his partner nat they have a beautiful little little bub now Leo he's they're just over there <laughs> um, so if you hear a baby crying in the background that is Joe's new addition to his to their family um, and but they come out to Australia once a year to visit family and everything and so Joe's agreed to come around and have a bit of a chat to us face to face and give us all a bit of an update of what's happening out there in the marketplace because I think it's particularly relevant for those of us in our community who are buying websites or building websites, particularly small content sites, because you're going to hear in a minute, this is Joe's specialty and it's a really hot part of the marketplace. So Joe, for you, um, over the last few years, must've been a pretty interesting time going through COVID, living in Sweden, but also in mm-hmm. this website space. What have you seen happen in the web, buying and selling website space in the last few years?
1: Um, so specifically in the website space, there was a bit of a like a concern dip, um, mostly with like the more content, uh, uh, e-commerce style businesses, mm-hmm. with the supply chain and everything like that. But from my experience, there was very, very little impact. Mm. to the content businesses in particular. Um, in fact, over this time, if you look back two years, multiples actually have just gone up. Yep. So, um, you, you know, uh, for me, I started my brokerage probably about um, half a year, a year before COVID actually, the outbreak happened mm-hmm. and I barely noticed. In fact, wow. So, yep. you know, it, it well. felt, that was me personally in my experience, but there were yeah. businesses I was representing that did get impacted. But like I said, they were the e-commerce businesses.
0: Yeah. So, for, so Joe specializes generally in selling content sites, like what we teach in our course. And one of the things that, we, you know, you have to mention though, Colin, you're being a bit humble there. I know in our previous interview that we did with you, you'd said you'd done over a million in website deals. What, what's that up to now?
1: Uh, well, it's definitely well over 2 million now. Um, I don't know the exact number, I don't track it because I do do some privately. I can tell yeah. you that on Flipper it is over 2 million as of Two, today. Yeah. <laughs> cool.
0: And you just sold one
1: today, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Yeah, one sold this morning.
0: Yeah, for really, 63k. So yeah. Really cool content site. And what sort of a multiple did that sell on that one?
1: Um, so four, four times the yearly profit,
0: um, which is, what's that a 48, 48X. Yep. X yep. Month. 48X. So Joe is a legend at, and this is why I wanted him here to give you guys some insights. Joe is an absolute legend at selling small websites for absolutely phenomenal multiples now. I'm building you up there, mate. But <laughs> um, it's true. Joe, what, that is Joe's superpower. And that's actually how Joe got um, became a broker because he at one of our events, he got introduced to the CEO of Flipper, And we said to the CEO at the time of Flipper, look, um, Joe... Is, his superpower is selling these sites. He buys sites, he fixes them up, and then he sells them, basically flips websites. That was always your strategy, wasn't it? Flipping websites? Uh, you know, it was rare that I held a business for more than one year. For more um, than one year. Yeah. Okay. Yep. And that's where, how you started out. And so because Joe was so good at it, Flipper said to him, well, do you want to become a broker? And the rest is history, as they say, because as you've seen on a number of the interviews on this blog, um, you know, he's helped a lot of our clients sell some some sites for extremely successful outcomes, very high multiples, um, like Nathan Alexa's site. That's mm-hmm. gotta be the legendary one. What was yeah, that? that multiple? was probably the most famous one. Oh, uh, the multiple, gosh. selling curds. now It was a
1: few years ago now. So it yeah. was, uh, I think it was like 58X. 58X, Something yeah. like that. So it, was, s- it was pretty high up there. So that was a
0: small site, making what, yep. like, three or $400 a month, and I think yep. you sold it for $17,000, yep. didn't you? Yeah, so pretty proud about that yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. So- <laughs> and what people don't know, and you don't have to say the sites, but behind the scenes Joe has sold some of his own sites for very similar multiples so you've had some phenomenal success oh, you think some of those content sites you've sold over the years Liz and I have been super improve, uh, impressed
1: yeah well I mean I almost don't want to mention the best one because it was so ridiculous yep. the result Like, yeah. you can't expect it to be repeated even today and yeah. this was like 5 years ago or something. Yeah, it's when offer, multiples like, weren't that high. It was literally over 100x <laughs> and I was just like what is going on? Yeah. We can talk about the strategy a little bit if you want that I used to get it that high. Yep. Cuz it resulted in a bidding war. I used Flippers um auction system. Um started the auction at $1 with no reserve. So the highest bidder was going to win. Um and towards the end it just they just kept on on being a good it, site. it was a good site yeah, yeah. And obviously you know it, it was in the tech niche um, and it just the, 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 both of them really really wanted it yeah. and it just went crazy high. And I use this strategy a lot, especially with um, businesses that are valued um, under 20k yep um, USD um, and the, um, yeah it, it works very well because there's, there's a lot of buyers around that price
0: range. Yeah, so, that, so Joe just shared with our community um, at a private event, that it's a key strategy he uses and one of the reasons for his success is when he sells his small sites, he doesn't set a reserve, but you need, you better add in, there's a caveat to that though, isn't there? Of course.
1: There? You need to, so there's two really. Yeah. One, obviously the business has to be good, the website has to be well built, no like hidden skeletons or anything like that that the comment section can be fired up about. Mm-hmm. Um, and the other thing is, of course, to make sure all your ducks are in a row, make sure that everything is well listed, documented, and like, you know, your profit and loss statement is clear, and it can be backed up with documentation. So, if you're saying it's made, you know, $550 in February, then mm-hmm. you need to have a screenshot that says,
0: this is how it made 550 in February. So, you know, those so sorts you, of things. It, it, in you need to have a process. You need to know what you're doing. I think that's what you are saying to our guys. Mm-hmm, yeah. um, it's not as simple as just throwing it on a flipper and and yeah. not setting a reserve and just getting a massive. There's a process to that. Yeah, you need to know what you're doing. And please understand too, Joe has built up a lot of experience over the years, a lot of um, and a lot of uh, momentum behind what he does with on the flipper platform. And so he's got a lot of buyers as well that follow him. So when he lists the, a website for sale on there, especially if it's in the, that sweet spot, because yeah. your sweet spot. Is selling these these small what we call relatively smaller sites up to yep. what
1: fifty k? You know, yeah. Basically, my sweet spot is typically between ten the valuation of mm-hmm. ten thousand to say fifty thousand. Uh, USD
0: and the market's hot for those, isn't it at the moment? Yeah, lots, lots and lots of buyers
1: around that price
0: range. Yeah, so it's pretty easy. And so it wasn't always like that, was it? When you for taking you back ten years, it is literally ten years ago, 2012. Yeah. It was probably yeah. around the same time. I think we used to do the intakes into the Legends program in March yeah. back then. Yeah, I think. Um, now we do it in August, but um, <laughs> yeah, so it's probably it's probably like spot on the the um, anniversary of you coming on onto our program, but. When you started out, you were how did you get started? You you, you did this all part time, obviously you working full time at the time? Yep,
1: so I did it on the side. I started with a you know, a nest egg of ten thousand ish AUD and just was using that to help me start the process. Um, my focus was mostly on flipping, so I would buy a hold for, you know, like we said earlier, about a year and then sell them. So, so we should
0: throw in a definition there, so Liz and I are all about, generally, and I know most of us in this community are all about you know, long-term buy and hold of yep. websites. Website flipping is where you buy websites, do what Joe's talking about, renovate them pretty quick and simple, and then sell them relatively quickly, like within 12 months or so. Yep. And you just kept, you are hugely successful at it.
1: Yeah, I just did that a few times and eventually the deal's just got a bit bigger. Yeah. Um, and basically just doing the same thing.
0: Yep. so you and do you remember some of your first sort of flips just even roughly like what sort of numbers like you buy a website, what were you buying websites for back then around a 1000 uh, bucks?
1: Yeah, so the first few were around a 1000. Um, and towards the end, I was buying them still for you know, between five and 10. Okay, five and 10. So there were, there were definitely smaller ones. Um, these days, it's a bit harder to find a good deal around that price range because there's so many more buyers. Yep. But
0: um, so now That's you got to pay, pay the higher price and yeah. get the good ones, yeah. Yep. Yeah. especially if they're listed with you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you got to be prepared to pay a lot <laughs> yeah. more. And in all standard niches, nothing always content sites, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I never did any e-com businesses. Yeah, so we, but we, I do we don't that. I do broker econ businesses occasionally. So. Yeah. yeah. And then, how did you find? I know a lot of people ask, how did you start to? How did you actually quit your job to do this full time? Like, what was the process? Did you just quit it suddenly one no, day? No. Or... So
1: working for the government, they made it pretty easy. I could, um, When I first started the course, I dropped down to four days a week. Mm-hmm. And then as the business started to get a bit better, I dropped down to three days a week and then mm-hmm. I quit. Um, it was. It was in two thousand and fifteen. I quit. So it took
0: me three years. Three years. Okay. So three years to quit. There you go. Yeah. That's and one of the things that always stood out to me that I was really impressed with. And I remember when I was coaching you. You know, we teach a lot of mindset. Like you remember that around the goal setting and everything. And what Joe did is he really. Um, dialed that in he followed exactly what we said and set these goals and what I love about you is you would talk to me go Matt I've set this goal and you'd show me the goals and then he would just be ticking them off <laughs> you know you'd make it and sometimes they took a bit longer though didn't they it was, it was yeah. long three years it, it all sounds easy it rolls off the tip of the tongue it sounds cool Joe looks like this dead-set legend and everything but <laughs> I remember the time yeah. there's frustrations you wanted of it course. to go a lot quicker
1: than three years well I mean I remember the very first number in that very first seminar was 4k per, per month Yep. profit and yep. that was, that was a goal for a very, very, very long time. Mm-hmm. And I didn't achieve it for a, quite a long time. In fact, fairly recently, we just sort of lost like maybe yeah, three years ago or something. Yeah. So for me, because I was constantly flipping them, the, the yeah kept on getting close and then dropping back down
0: and stuff. So. Yeah. So you're getting the passive income up mm-hmm. and that passive income goal. And that's a great idea, setting it your first passive income goal. So I think one of the things we set as a benchmark for everyone is set your first thousand dollars a month. And then you might start stepping it up to like three grand a month or five grand a month. And it's interesting. A lot of people who we, who we speak to have been doing this for a while, they, they all say that their first kind of initial passive income goal off this was around that three to four grand a month. Because it's kind of, that's yeah. a financial freedom yeah, number for a lot of people. not that amount, exactly. That's yeah. my thought. Like, what can I live on without yeah. needing to do anything? So for yeah. you, you realize you could live off three to four grand a month yeah. comfortably. Yep, And so... And, mm-hmm. and then um, through flipping these sites, and you did have some amazing successes. <laughs> like, you, you know, I remember one of them you sold, I think it was eight grand, it mm-hmm. 8,000 bucks I think you sold it for, and you were pretty happy about that because it was a lot of money to you back then. Yeah, yeah, well, of course.
1: And I mean, you know, if I buy a site for 1K and I sell it for eight, yep. <laughs> yeah. plus all the profit in between, you know, that's pretty good.
0: <laughs> so now fast forwarding so. to today, for you, you're like us. It's like, oh, eight grand. Well, wow, that's just normal. That, that like, yeah. You're so selling sites selling for that all the time. 8 a- would be a small business Yeah, for me. It's a broker, yeah. So, and, yeah. and what's happening out there in the market, Joe, we, in terms of monetizing sites, what are some of the cool tips that you've seen work really well for people that, because your specialty and your own personal background is flipping websites, doing it pretty quickly, mm-hmm. you shared earlier with our community a couple of little, a, a, a cool little strategy that you've noticed or a yeah. food for thought, type yeah. attempt, depending so, on your strategy. Yeah.
1: I mean, obviously if you if your plan is to, um, to buy, to build or buy and then sell it quickly, yep. um, a, a strategy that can be thought about is leaving some room for opportunity, some room for growth. Um, so that when you do go to sell it, the buyers are going to see, oh, well, it could be earning so much more. And occasionally they will overestimate how much that potential is. And give you more as a result of that so as an example would be say you build a Amazon affiliate business mm-hmm. um, that's monetized with Amazon associates um, and then don't put adsense on there and you're only using that one monetization method mm-hmm. um, you sell it you sell that on um, for typically they will sell for higher multiples because mm-hmm. it's very easy to just put adsense on there and you know twenty yeah, percent of revenue twenty um, percent more the revenue just overnight, basically. Um, Obviously, that's not always going to be the case. This is not like a surefire way, which is why it's like, well, if you're prioritizing user experience over profit, then Mm -hmm. you wouldn't put AdSense on there, for example, because then Mm -hmm. you're just cluttering the page and stuff like that. But if you're trying to make a return, you want profit, um, putting that AdSense on there and as an investor or the buyer is probably buying the business for an investment and they're trying to make their money back quicker. And so having that Opportunity growth option there for them mm. that's super quick, easy win can mean that the multiple gets super high.
0: So, that's something that you've observed doing all these deals, like lots of deals, guys. Is really important advice, and is why you need to speak to brokers and, particularly, like someone like Joe. If you're selling a small site, well, how can I maximize the sale price? So, what Joe's saying, if it's going if you think it's you're going to do a quick flip like what he used to do then just monetize it. You've noticed if they're just monetized purely with Amazon affiliate offers, Mm like just not or just adsense or or just adsense. So one monetization method, you've noticed they tend to get much higher multiples. Yeah. The other thing that about those is that they are simpler.
1: They're just, ah, there you, no, go. you know, like yeah, it's that's easier true. to take over. It's You've easy. only got one set of things yeah. to transfer over. So, and... from a
0: buyer's point of view, they yep. go, This is cool. I can buy this thing. doesn't matter what the multiple is, at least I know I can fix it. Beginner friendly as well. as well. Yeah, yep, beginner friendly. So, that's a really cool tip. But on the other hand, if you're someone like our typical clients who are holding these for assets, what you would be recommending? No, no. Yeah. Stick both monetization yeah, methods like on there. Yeah, obviously, What's your there? yeah. So
1: obviously, if you're going to hold it for a long period of time, you want to be making as much money as you can from the content, the traffic you're getting. Yeah. So you should be putting adsense on there. Um, in addition it, to Amazon In addition affiliate. to, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, you want to maximize your profits. And to be honest, in most cases, that's also a good approach when you're going to sell it as well. So I will often tell clients yeah. that, you know, if I can see that it's very, very monetized, Um, then I'll say, maybe you should work on it a bit more, add some things and then come back to me in a few months when the profits are.
0: So would that be one of the quick turnarounds that you do for people to get their sites ready for sale? But if you think they, depending on the situation, I know it depends on the (laughs) situation, but you've seen that before, but you've seen it work well, just stick AdSense on here and it.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, there was one example where, um, it it was, it was just so clearly under monetized you know, there were, there were articles, literally full review articles about products that were getting traffic that weren't yeah. even linking through to Amazon. And I'm just like, Oh wow, come on. Yeah. So you know, yeah. you can fix that and then we'll, you know, so I mean that's more of the obvious stuff and you can still come across those for sale even, Yeah. you know, if this yeah. person, instead of coming to me, just listed it themselves, well that's something that anyone can pick up. Yeah. So awesome. they're out there. <laughs> yeah. The deals are
0: out there. Yeah. and. Um, in terms of like for this community, the most standard fix ups that, you know, we recommend and, and but I just want to hear it from you is, you know, content, what, what's your thoughts around there? Um, building more content. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, other
1: than the obvious of just building more content, um, uh, going through what content's on there and auditing it, um, yeah. matching up the, the articles, the popular articles with the Google Analytics mm-hmm. and just seeing which ones are performing well. Sometimes you can combine articles and um, increase the traffic on the ones that are performing well pretty
0: quickly yeah. and easily. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, and then it's just adding ongoing content. And when you look across all these sites for listing them, you obviously see all their expenses. Um, nine times out of ten, it's just content. Most yeah, yeah. If it's a content site, the main expense is always going to be content. Yeah. So it's nice they're writing it themselves. Okay. Ah, okay. Well, now <laughs> there's a trick. <laughs> you, you need to. Yeah, you need to ask the seller about that. That's a really good due, website due diligence yeah. thing to, that you need to check out. Yeah. Is um, you know where are they getting their content from? Mm-hmm. So content's super, super important. And I'm, I mean, you're like us. We we love content websites. But now that you've been a broker and and you know you sell a lot, and I know you do sell e-commerce sites as well. What's your thoughts going forward into the future content sites? Um, Still your preferred? Well, I mean, if the trend
1: continues, it's just going to keep going up and up and up mm-hmm. until it matches traditional businesses. Yep. maybe even be beyond that. Although yeah, it's difficult to see. No one has a crystal ball, but I know that there are them there. Yeah. Content sites have always sold more than yep. econ businesses. you know,
0: the smaller ones, smaller scale. Anyway, yeah. So. Yeah, that's it's a, a good good point. And so, anyone starting out, you would say stick to the basics, just like content mm-hmm. sites. Yeah. Well, I mean, what you taught what you teach
1: is pretty much spot on. I mean, that's my experience. So, you know, uh, of course that's what I'm going to recommend and what I would comfortably, uh, easier to run than e-commerce businesses as well. Yeah, There's less, there's less less headaches and um, you don't have to worry about advertising campaigns. It's all natural. Yeah.
0: yeah. In terms of the marketplace, like the multiples that you're seeing now too, what's your standard multiple that you're selling websites for?
1: Um, so for content sites, we're looking, um, obviously it depends greatly on the quality of the business, but, uh, assuming just a ba- basic uh, average quality, we're looking at between 20, 25 and 35, um, X the monthly profit, mm-hmm. um, that's monthly, yearly, just multiply that or divide by 12. Um, that's essentially what you'd be looking at, um, yeah. uh, you know, the one that I mentioned earlier that sold earlier today sold for 48x.
0: That's because it was sold through Joe. It was a you're a, a legend, You're a legend at selling. It's a good business really as well. So yeah, It is a very that good that business. <laughs> um, by the way, I, when I looked at it, my first comment to you when you told me that was, oh, wow, the, the buyer actually got a good deal on that too. That's a good yeah. site. Yeah, of
1: course. And like, that, that's, it, it had diverse revenue streams. It, was, yep. it had good traffic. It was in a good niche. You yeah. know, it, it, ticked, it ticked many, many
0: boxes. Yeah, um, I, I think for both the, the seller and the buyer, that was a really nice outcome on that particular mm-hmm. listing. And it was a great niche that, yeah, like you said, ticked all the boxes. So that's the sort of thing you're looking for. Yes. Um, and you the final big tip for everyone, Joe, when you were you were talking about um, uh, if you think you're going, again, if you're going to be flipping websites and you are going to sell and you know you're selling a content site, what was the big tip that you would give to everyone? One of the key strategies?
1: Um, to sell a content site.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I forgot. Uh, <laughs> you, just, you were telling our community, bring on the writer as well. Oh yes, makes, yes of Line up maybe yeah. the writer to come with it. Because that's always been yeah. your key strategy ever since when you first so, started with us. Remember, that's how you've always done it. It's, it's um, yeah, so the, the easier you can make it,
1: for the buyer to take over the business, yep. anything you can think of to make it easier for the buyer is going to increase the amount that you sell it for. So that could be increased support. It could be, um, you know, uh, like an example that I gave, um, in the private community was if you offer 10 articles or a month's worth of articles, mm-hmm. um, just to make sure that they have that, that first period of managing the business sorted and then they can take over it once they're comfortable and they can see the money's coming in, et cetera. Um, but yes, of course, like if the, if you're selling a content site, one of the thing you need is content. If the buyer has to then go and find a content writer, that, that is a barrier to being able to operate the business. So obviously it's harder if you're the one writing the content, but you, like I said, you can then do the whole, I'll offer you 10 articles,
0: uh, as a bonus. Um, yeah. So finding though adding massive value to the sale process yeah. by providing like, Ongoing content for the potential buyer, yeah. and guys, that's why I want to I want to say, this is why I wanted to get Joe back in here to give this update. I think hopefully you can see that's the importance or the power of using a broker like Joe, who's a legend at doing this. He you know he's he knows all the the best strategies for getting maximum sale price for websites, particularly in that sweet spot of you know uh, like up to 50k or even up to 100k. Um, it is a hot market at the moment for content sites in that space. So if you're thinking of buying or p- p- particularly selling a website in that space and you want to speak to a great broker, speak to the world's best here, mm-hmm. Joe Burrell, um, and how can people contact you, Joe, if they, if they want to get a hold of
1: you? Yeah. So the easiest way is to just go to my brokering website, which is just website Um, and there is, um, you know, if you've got a website you want to sell, uh, I sell businesses that are basically $300 uh, per month profit on average, yeah. um, um, those and above. And above of course. You, that's your minimum size. That's my minimum we should, size. They just say that. Come and, on. And yeah. um, uh, if you're a buyer and you're interested in, you know, just you know, seeing what I have for sale, uh, I have a list that you can join as well on the website. Um, yeah. You can sign up there. Um, I don't sell all of the businesses I list on Flipper. Um, so you'll also get access to the ones that I sell privately
0: through. Awesome. So it might be an alternative way to find some great private website deals as well. So thank you so much Joe for coming on today. We'll put those links to Joe's um, website brokerage below, below um, the the video and below this interview. But thanks so much for coming along today to share some, some insights with um, our audience about buying and selling websites. You got it. My pleasure. No worries. (laughs) You've been listening to a Digital Investors podcast with Matt and Liz Rad from the eBusiness Institute. If you'd like more great content, interviews and inspiration, make sure you subscribe here in your podcast app or visit digitalinvestors.com for more insights into the future of investing online.